Hi, I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. I'm entering my third year as a full-time content creator. So today, I'm reflecting and sharing the three lessons I learned taking my side hustle full-time. My original episode about taking Emma's edition full-time aired in November 9th, 2020. So if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's episode 39 in the archives. And I talk through how I knew it was time to take Emma's edition full-time. But I thought today would be helpful to kind of go through because now I've had a few years after being laid off and taking Emma's edition full-time to really reflect the lessons I've learned making that big leap. So one of the biggest lessons I learned taking my side hustle full-time is leaping when you aren't 100% ready. So if you know my story, this is going to sound really familiar to you, but if you are new to the podcast, I got laid off in summer of 2020 after six years in the aerospace industry. And when I got my layoff notice, I was shocked. I was not expecting to be laid off, but looking back, my last role in my corporate job, I had moved to the supplier management side of the company. And so I guess I'm just not surprised that that was one of the first functions to look at reducing headcount and laying off employees. So when I received that layoff notice that summer, I was pushed to make a decision a whole year earlier than I thought about when I would actually leave my corporate job. My original plan was to take content creation full-time in summer of 2021 because I had to wait two years until after my graduate degree because I graduated in 2019 or else I would have to pay back my degree to my former company because they paid for my degree, which is a huge benefit and something I am still grateful for, not needing to take student loans out to finance. My graduate degree was a huge help for me financially. I mean, at the time, it was a lot to work full time and go to graduate school in the evenings on weekends. But honestly, you guys, it was totally worth it. And so when I received that layoff notice, again, I was shocked because I, in my head, I was like, wow, my company has just, you know, invested tens and thousands of dollars in my graduate degree. I've only been, you know, with the company six years total now, but only a year out of graduate school. But now you're laying me off. And since that was the case, they were laying me off. My needing to pay back their degree was completely waived. And literally, I remember the person sitting down with me saying, hey, you don't even have to worry about that. I mean, your degrees have been paid for and because, you know, you have notice that you are, you know, being laid off. Yeah, you just don't need to worry about it. And so originally when I got this layoff notice, I did not think I was ready, you guys. I think I spent that whole summer crying, being distraught, trying to figure out what to do. I was really considering staying at my former company or just finding another full-time job But as I was telling old mentors and managers and directors that I had worked with that I was being laid off, I was actually getting offers to stay. But then I was having such a 
visceral reaction to considering those other jobs and and staying with my former company, I knew I needed to listen to my body's reaction and intuition. Um, this is crazy, you guys. I mean, it was it was such a crazy time, you know, at the height of the pandemic, people were losing their jobs, and yet I was getting you know, job offers to stay that were not aligned with my interests or what I wanted to do next. But, you know, they were safe jobs that would have allowed me full-time employment at the time. And yet I was not excited. I was actually crying. I think every offer I was crying and I was like, this is such a crazy reaction to have. But I realized that deep down, like intuitively, I knew it would not be the right thing to do to stay at my former company, stay at a nine to five. And deep down, I knew I needed to take that leap of faith. And so again, I wasn't feeling 100% ready. I felt pushed to make the decision, but sometimes life works out where even if you don't think you're 100% ready, you are actually ready. And looking back, you know, at that crazy time in my life, at that really pivotal moment of my career, I realized that I I was actually ready, even though, you know, my mind had this story about when I was going to take it full time and how it was going to be another year. I was already doing things to help prepare myself to take Emma's edition full time. And, you know, if you go back to that episode, episode 39, I really talk about being confident in my ability to make money as a creator. I mean, that was a big thing. I think with anything in life, no matter what you're doing, if you know, you're confident about the business part, you know, of your side hustle, or, you know, you figure out a way to start making money with your business or your brand, whatever that is, it's like, oh my gosh, that's such a big part of your success as a creator and small business owner. And you probably are more ready than you think. And so, Again, that was just one of the biggest lessons. Sometimes we're pushed to make decisions or we we think that we aren't ready when we are. And so if you are maybe not quite ready to take your side hustle full-time, maybe you're at the beginning of your creative career and you are or have been teetering about starting a podcast or starting a TikTok account or you know, starting a blog, right? I'm here to tell you that you are not ever going to feel 100% ready and just to take that leap of faith because I promise that's probably just the scariest part, you know, of that journey is actually starting it and allowing yourself to do so, to take that leap of faith. So a second lesson I've learned taking my side hustle full-time and looking back at my journey is that one of the best things you can do for yourself is to clarify what you want. One thing that really helped me take my side hustle full time is that I took the time to journal, reflect, and clarify what I wanted out of my creative career. So in spring 2020, pandemic had broken out. We were all at home. I was just needing a way an outlet, you know, I was looking for ways to just feel myself and find relief. And so I really dove into mindfulness and I started to journal and really reflect on what I wanted. And so 
back in spring 2020, here's what I actually wanted for my career. I wanted flexibility. I wanted to be able to run or do yoga in the middle of the day. And I wanted to focus on the things that I wanted to focus on. I also wanted to work with brands and match my former corporate salary with brand partnerships. So it's spring in 2020. This was kind of a not far-fetched idea, but it was definitely a stretch goal for me. I had met my 2019 revenue goal of $40,000. And so I knew that if I was able to make 40K with a side hustle, if I, I just knew someday it would be possible to match that former corporate salary. I will say one thing that also helped with this is that there are other micro-influencers that I follow, maybe mid-tier is the right word. They're under 100,000, but over 50K. And I remember seeing other women of color tweet about how they're able to make six figures with their content creation businesses and working with brands and working for themselves. And for me, just seeing that another woman of color could do that was so affirming. I was like, okay, I might not have done this yet, but I know it's possible. And this is something that I really want for my career. And then the last thing I wanted in spring 2020, I wanted better work-life balance. Coming out of 2019, you guys, I was in a terrible, terrible burnout cycle. I was pretty much breaking down crying every four to six weeks. I had a lot going on, had a really challenging work environment. I had a really long commute um, to and from work. I was, you know, wedding planning because I had gotten engaged in 2019. And then the pandemic broke out. There was just a lot going on at that time. And it wasn't until spring 2020, I was able to break my burnout cycle. And I realized the cycle I was in and I needed and wanted better work-life balance. And honestly, you guys, I literally remember thinking this as I was out on a morning run one of the days. It was like, man, if I could just take my blog, my Instagram, my content creation side hustle full time, I really think it would allow me the flexibility and the work-life balance. And I would be able to, you know, someday meet these financial goals. I, I, I really think I would be a lot happier. And it's crazy. I, again, it's been three years and I've gotten all of those things. I, it's funny because I'm still working on the work-life balance. I think that work-life health balance integration is always a work in progress, but it's definitely much better than it was back in 2019. And so again, just to reiterate you guys, mindfulness is a big part of my life. I've been reflecting, journaling, and doing mindfulness practices consistently since 2020. And I've also learned that it just takes time to clarify what you want. And that's not something you can necessarily speed through. Sometimes it just takes that life experience or that burnout cycle or that job that you really don't like to help you determine what you actually want out of your life and career and where you want to direct your energy and your focus. I realize that that contrast, that, you know, those feelings of frustration and anger and, you know, sometimes 
just resentment, you can use that and say, okay, you know what? I'm experiencing these feelings. So what is it that I truly want? Which way, you know, should I redirect my focus and my energy if this is not where I should be directing my focus and my energy? And so my tip, you guys, if you are trying to clarify what you want out of your creative career or anything in life, it could be health, wellness, relationships, travel, I recommend one, trying different things like different posting schedules or different social media channels. Do things that are, you know, out of your comfort zone or out of the box, things that you just haven't tried before. Sometimes experiencing different things helps you take that next step in understanding what you want next, or at least it can lead you to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing until you actually figure out what you want or what social media channel you want to focus on. Secondly, I recommend listening to other creators or business stories. If you aren't sure where to start, I really recommend just looking at different podcast shows. So for example, for me, listening to the How I Built This podcast show has been so helpful, I think. And I'm not sure, maybe one day I'll start my own business, but all of those founders and businesses featured in the show have given me so much perspective. And I feel like direct coaching, even though, again, they're not necessarily talking, you know, to you, right? And coaching you directly, but hearing, you know, founder stories is so helpful for me when I start to think about what I want for Emma's edition in the long term. And then lastly, I recommend carving out the time to reflect what you want out of your career, your daily life, or your weekly schedule. I recommend carving that time out and writing it down. I think sometimes we get frustrated if we're in the same cycle, but it takes time to break that cycle and you can only break it if you know what you want to change and you can only know what you want to change if you take time to reflect. And so your reflecting time might look different, you know, for your neighbor or your friends or your family, but just making sure you actually allow yourself to reflect what you want will greatly help you. All right, you guys. So the third lesson I've learned taking my side hustle full time is that your idea of success will grow and evolve. So back in 2020, when I got laid off and I took MS Edition full time in September of 2020, my goal was to match my former corporate salary of $90,000. I knew coming into Q4 that without, you know, a full-time job, it was actually such a big blessing because I would have the space and the capacity to accept those holiday partnerships that come in every Q4. And so I couldn't believe it, you guys. 2020 was the first time I made six figures as an influencer and it was my biggest Q4 I'd ever experienced. And so for me, I just, I was so excited. So in 2021, it was my goal to double my former corporate salary. And then literally in 2021, I met that financial goal. And I realized, you know, early on into taking Emma's edition full-time 
that so much of my idea of success was tied to monetary success. And this isn't a bad thing, you guys. I have long-term goals that require savings and wealth. I personally want the opportunity to be able to retire early someday. I don't know if I'll actually, you know, really ever retire, retire. I think I'm always going to want to do something. Like even if I quote unquote retire, I'll probably want to write books or I'll probably still podcast if that's still a thing. Maybe, you know, 30 years from now, we'll, instead of podcasts, we'll have like a virtual reality hangout sessions. I don't know what the metaverse is going to bring in 30 years, but we'll see, right? I think I'll always do something creative because that's just, you know, a big part of what makes me me and brings me happiness and joy. But so, you know, kind of to get back on track, you know, for me, monetary success is important because I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to save. I want to be able to pay for future children's colleges. There's a lot of things that I want to do to me that requires me to make sure that I have savings and wealth built up. And so in 2023, while I still have a financial goal that I want, you know, to meet in order for me to continue to help saving and meeting my financial goals, my career isn't my only goal anymore. My idea of success is currently evolving because, well, I'm pregnant. <laughs> no surprise there. If you're, you know, have listened to the to the pregnancy announcement podcast episode or read the blog post on Emma's edition, um, but my pregnancy and the arrival of the new of our first baby this summer is really challenging me to really think about what success means to me this year. And so again, my idea of success is evolving and that's okay. And I'm learning that. So right now, as I'm recording this, you know, in 2023, I'm looking at the podcast, like what is my podcast? What does the podcast look like? You know, what would a successful year look like for the podcast? I'm also dreaming of long-term goals, like becoming an author or TV host, maybe in the next two, three, five years. I'm also looking at how my career is just going to evolve with the baby this year, you know, making sure I have space during the day for both work and spending time, you know, with the baby and my family, really looking at taking what it, you know, maternity leave. I'm, it's interesting. I'm really thinking about, okay, do I really want to take three months completely off, but I know I'm going to want to share things. And so my idea of work and success is really evolving and growing right now. And it will might be completely different in four weeks and six weeks, you know, by this summer and that's okay. And so, you know, for you as the creator, as the small business owner, as a brand, I just want you to know that your idea of success might be different today versus tomorrow versus a year from now. And that's okay. I think to really think about what makes creators, you know, successful in the long term. They allow themselves to dream different dreams and to grow and involve as creators. <sighs> Whoa, you guys, that was a lot. So I hope you enjoyed the three lessons I learned taking my side hustle full time. It's really been nice to 
look back at the last three years and look at the things that really impacted my career, the, you know, the personal decisions that I allowed myself to make, the leaps of faith, you know, that I took and just the different mindfulness practices that have really helped me clarify what I want. Let me know you guys, if you learned something new about me, or if you are in the year and in the process of potentially taking your side hustle full time, let me know. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.